For all my children of the light, born in the sinning, but steady striving to do right. My people are warriors, all we know is to fight. Pray, they see God in everything I write here. Hi! So, everybody, welcome to a very. Hi! Oh, hold on, there we go. A very special edition of On One with Angela Rye. I have my good friend here, um, who's become more like a sister, huh? Um, her name is Angela Manuel Davis. And she hi. is, yeah, hi. She is a fitness guru, a former track and field champion. She is the best cycling instructor ever, and ever. And um, let me tell you why. Because if you can get me to like cycling, that's like yeah. So. Um, it's just a joy, and I'm so glad that you agreed to do this. Every single day during this coronavirus epidemic, Angela is on um, her new business platform, which is called Army, sending people encouragement, but also taking people in to work out from their own home gyms or from their own bedrooms or wherever they work out. And it's just been incredible to see that you've been true to mission, even when you can't be in your studio with your normal cycling buddies. So. Thank you. No, thank yeah. you. So how are you holding yeah. up right now? Um, I mean, I, you know, when this whole thing broke out, to be honest with you, as a brand new business owner, um, I felt like people were worried for me, checking in on me a lot. Mm-hmm. And really, from the beginning, I've just been in total peace. I just have peace. Um, I'm at home with my two kids and my husband and God is in control. And I just decided at the very beginning of this to let God be God all by himself, you know, and to really, uh, lean into this moment, whatever this moment is, uh, it's, it's so major for all of us. It's so major that, that there's this halt and there's this stop in every habit and routine. And there's just, you know, we're at a stand, standstill. And for me, that just was so, um, such a huge sign that, you know, that we really need to listen and pay attention. And so I, I don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss that. And, um, so I'm just in peace because I, I want to, I want to be open to hear and receive in this season. Wow. So you, before this all started, um, you were a, a cycling instructor at Soul Cycle for a really long time. And, yeah. um, to me, I feel like you helped to establish that brand quite a bit. Um, Thank you. Well, how hard was it for you to set out on your own and do your own thing now? Again, that thing is called Army. It's two A's. Yeah. Um, two A's. Part of the A team. But how hard was it for you to um, to start out, to set out on your own? You know, I was, I got to a place where I always knew that that was part of my purpose. I always knew that that was part of my call. I knew that ownership was intended for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I knew that. And I've known that for a really long time, that ownership was intended for me. And so I just got to a point where I couldn't stay. And it was super comfortable and things were really, really good. 
But when you know that you've been called to be great, mm-hmm. you just don't settle for good. And I knew that I was settling for good, really, really good, mm-hmm. really, really good freedom, comfortable. And, um, and so I couldn't stay. I couldn't stay. It, 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 um, it became a, a pull that was, um, that really outweighed an option to, you know, to remain. So mm-hmm. I jumped, I was out. And you definitely landed like in such a good way and have a great partner in New York now. And um, what what has happened, if anything, through the coronavirus epidemic? Have any of your plans slowed down? What are you um, how are you responding to it? Or are you just like, I'm good. We're coasting on faith right now and we know everything is going to work out. Have you had to make any adjustments? Yeah, I mean, we definitely had to pivot. You know, we were solely a bricks and mortar business, you know, teaching uh, cycle and boot camp classes all day in Los Angeles and in New York. And we were the first in the fitness industry actually to close our doors uh, because we knew it was time before we before everyone was legally forced to close. We knew um, that it was time to close just for the, for the safety of everyone. And, uh, we immediately pivoted. Um, the, our business plan was never about being a bricks and mortar, uh, business anyway. Um, bricks and mortar is important for community, but, uh, we knew that we had a global mandate. We knew that we wanted to really go out and reach the world. And so you do that digitally. And so we just immediately, we, you know, it, it forced us, it forced our hand. It forced us to move faster. We were planning on, um, launching digital, uh, this year, but later in the year. And so we're just going to move that. We're going to move that up. And, um, and I believe that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, in this odd way, I mean, this is a devastation that's happening. This is an absolute devastation that's happening to so many people and to so many lives have been affected and we've already, you know, lost lives and it's, and it's, it's a devastation. Um, and I think I'm just naturally an optimistic person. You know, I think either people are naturally optimistic or not. And I think I'm naturally an optimistic person. So I immediately search for the silver lining. And, you know, the silver lining for, for me and for our business was that this is, this just forced us to do what we knew that we were going to do anyway, sooner. Mm -hmm. Uh, So um, I am grateful for that, you know, not grateful for Corona, not grateful for, you know, I don't want that ever to be misunderstood, but um, just that who I am innately, um, it, it causes me to always search for the good. You know, I feel like we will always find what we were looking for. So um, I make it an intention to search for good. Mm-hmm. And that's the silver lining. You know, we're just going to start our, our digital sooner. So right now it's just been IG live. It's like real, you know, just, you know, DIY, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't like our official digital launch, but we realize that it is going to be powerful we were on there yesterday and, you know, I had people on from 
you know, Cape Town and London and Qatar. And like, people are just like, you know, shouting where they're, you know, Mexico. And like, it was just like, wow, like, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. This is what it is. You know, and I, I heard Bishop Jake say, uh, a couple weeks ago, I heard him say one of the quickest things to, um, to connect us as a common enemy and we are all fighting the same fight, you know? So where there was so much division before and where there's been so much division for so long, all of a sudden we're all on the same team. Yeah. We're all on the same side. Yeah. We're all fighting the same thing. Yeah. And so, um, you know, this digital platform just allow is going to allow us to do that in a really massive way. So I'm excited about it. One of the things you what? said yesterday was, um, and you say it often, is the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. The way you do one thing, the way you do all things. All yep. things. Um, yeah. And it's something that to me, just from watching you over time, sis, is like, that's true about you. And I've never seen you not approach anything like excellently. Like you come with your, you know, full energetic self and your full encouraging self and, you know, the silver linings don't just exist for your business. You find them for all of us every time we're entering and leaving class. Um, and that's definitely one thing I want to just commend you on, like for being so consistent in that way and for showing up in that way and for holding us accountable to approach life that way. Is there one, um, kind of lesson learned for for you where you showed up and didn't perform the way that you know you should have and like you you when you look back you're like dang that's not how I ever want to show up because it's inconsistent with how I live my life is there a moment that you're like dang you know I wish I should have or should have done that differently yeah um so I ran track professionally. I ran for Nike. I am still a Nike athlete. Um, and I was training for the, in the 2000, in 2000, I made it to the Olympic trials and I fell short. I made it to the semifinals, but if I had run the same race as I ran in my prelim, I'd have made the Olympic team and I, I fell short in 2000, making the Olympic team and tried again in 2004, but was battling injury. And at the time, my dad was managing the Chicago White Sox. And he was an extraordinary baseball man and just a wise, like just he was so wise. I feel like I've, you know, really learned how to coach through watching him coach. You know, he was just an extraordinary coach, was manager of the year and just amazing. And his team made it to the playoffs, didn't make it all the way to the World Series, and he got fired. But he was still under contract and opted to just take the year home and kind of reassess and figure out what he was going to do next. And in that time, he he uh, he was coaching me. He was my track coach, which was the first time that that had ever really happened officially because he was drafted out of high school to play pro ball. And so he played pro ball all of my childhood. So um, he was coaching me 
And he always thought that I was a 400 meter runner, not a hundred meter runner, but I was my, my specialty that I made my specialty, what I was ranked in the world in, and, you know, was nationally ranked in was the hundred meters. And so I was injured and he had me run in an all comers meet or something that wasn't like a major meet, but he had me run the 400 and he, and because of my injury, I couldn't run in my spikes. I had to run in my training flats. So I was already at a disadvantage. I was injured and I was running in training flats, racing in training flats. And I was just, I was mad. I was irritated that he made me do that, that he was kind of putting me out there like that because I do like to show up and be excellent. I do like to show up and, and do what I know you know, I didn't, I didn't want to be vulnerable publicly. Mm. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be training on race day. I didn't want to do that. And, um, we were in Sacramento at the time, which is where I grew up. And, uh, my, so my family came like my aunts and uncles and cousins and all these people came and I got to the 300 mark and the 400 meters. I got to the 300 mark. And I stopped. I stopped. And here we are. You know, that was in 2000. So what is this? So over, so like 15, over 15, maybe 15, 16 years later, like I still, it haunts me. It haunts me mm-hmm. because, because I'm not a quitter mm-hmm. and, um, and I, I've regretted that and I've carried the weight of that. And what I realize is, although I was physically challenged, mm-hmm. whatever it would have cost me to finish I would have rather paid that price than what I'm still paying just mentally and spiritually that I quit. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, um, that's probably the one moment that like, but it's just sucks. It's so <laughs> crazy. It's so- I hear like your pain talking about it. Like I see it on your face. I know you well enough to like, know. But and I think that the silver lining is that as a result of that moment, you know what it's like to um, to be so close and to get right. there. And you've used you use right. that every single day to push all the rest of us. That's right. And ain't no way. And that's the thing. It's like mm-hmm. there. I will never I don't ever want to taste that again. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to taste that again Mm -hmm. i don't want to taste it and i don't want anybody i know to taste it yeah it ain't worth it Mm -hmm. it ain't worth it you know what i mean like it's just not worth it Mm -hmm. like you know go all the way and even if the and even if the and even if the destination isn't what it was about whatever is happening in and to and through us in getting there 
you know, how that's changing the material on the inside of us and posturing us for what's in front of us. Like we need that. Yeah. We need that. You know, that's why I'm a firm believer in, in that nothing is happening to us, but for us, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why it's okay to lean into challenge. That's why it's okay to lean into difficulties. Change me, change the material. The, the molecules on the inside of me, change the material on the inside of me, posture me for what's in front of me. So I'm ready for what's in front of me, you know, and whatever I needed to get in that last hundred meters, like give me that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and now, you know, and, 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 and I serve a redemptive God. I know whatever I was supposed to get, I got, yeah. you know what I mean? Like know that, but just, um, it, it didn't match with my character. Yeah. So it didn't feel, you know, it, it just doesn't match. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, they, they say character is the thing you do when no one's watching. Yeah. Like that's, that's who you really are. And it just didn't match. Mm-hmm. It didn't match who I am. You know, I go hard in the paint, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it just, and it wasn't a reflection. It didn't match. Yeah. So, but it was, it was an important, it was an important lesson for me. It was an important moment for me. And I think that it was an important, I, I gained an important tool that I was able to put in my kit uh, to be the coach that I am today. I love that. And speaking of coaches, there's another coach on your squad, your partner, your husband, Jerome, who we were, we were joking earlier. Jerome does like everything. Jerome is clutch. And you have, um, you've talked publicly about um, dealing with postpartum depression and how he really helped kind of lift you out of something when you were facing another hard time and challenge. Um, and now watching how much he's just been supportive of the online at home content, but also like building army is incredible. Talk about Jerome for a minute. Rome and Rome. <laughs> Rome, and Rome. So Jerome and I, Jerome ran professional, Jerome was probably one of the dopest dudes out there. Like as far as, um, you know, he was ranked in the world. He was a 400 meter runner. And like I said, maybe one of the hardest working, like he, he pushed himself on the track. We had the same training group. So we started to train, train together, but he pushed himself on the track in a way that was just not you didn't think it was like humanly possible for him to, to push himself the way that he did. Mm-hmm. But, um, we, my dad's sister, um, she, she, her and Jerome became really, really close. She was at USC and he was at USC and, uh, she worked in the athletic department and every day before track practice, he would go and he would uh, talk to auntie Barbara and they became really close. And he, she told him, you're going to, you're going to be in my family one day. And she told him that, but she also had a daughter. Oh, ah, okay. Auntie Barbara. You're going to be in my family one day. And, um, and in 1999, she suddenly passed of a brain aneurysm, 49 years old. And Jerome and I met at her funeral which is like wild. We met at her funeral and that was in 99. And in 2005, we were married. And so, uh, you know, here we are, uh, just celebrated our 15 year anniversary, two kids later, but he's just like, he's the one, like he's the one that, you know, when after 
our second son, I was battling postpartum. He's the one who came home one day and was just like, babe, look, uh, the world is waiting on you. You got to get up off the couch. Like you are created to be an encourager. I just talked to the, uh, this lady down the street. She has a uh, cycle and yoga studio and she's waiting for you. And later that day I went in and took my first cycle class mm-hmm. and you know, here we are. Um, and that like birthed this whole new, you know, form of encouragement for me where I literally have been able to marry sport and spirituality in a way that, um, you know, has become my life's work. Man. And it's crazy because we're just on the other side of, um, Nipsey Hussle, the anniversary of Nipsey Hussle's death. And I remember um, last year, this time, um, yep. going into class and feeling yeah. like the heaviness of it and personally kind of feeling guilty because I'm like, dang, I only talked to him twice in person. I don't know I'm super yeah. well, but I feel like the heaviness of it. Right? And I remember this class and, and like you... Played his song, um, I think it was Motivation, and you like just talked through it. And like, I remember probably your whole back row was sobbing, like just sobbing. We broke. We yeah. broke. Yeah. We broke. But it wasn't just about the breaking, it was like you pushing us through the pain to remember like what he was doing and to push That's us right. into continuing right it's like that like right. in that last hundred meters that marathon continues That's right, right. The so marathon it continues like, it continues he he did his part we have got to continue to do ours we have got to continue to do ours and we got to continue to step even though it's painful even though it hurts even though it's heavy and overwhelming and sad and our hearts are broken we have to Continue to put one foot in front of the other and do our part. He did his part. Yeah. He did his part. Mm. I remember that day too. <sighs> well, that was, um, I didn't mean for all the things to be heavy, but I think part of my point is just like, there's not a single um, heavy moment or hill we climb. We climb hills in your class too on the bike where I don't feel like we're not going to get through the other side, to the other side. That's and right. I'm just grateful for you, for your service to all of us, for you sharing your gifts with us, for your family, for, you know, them yeah. just allowing you to sacrifice in the ways that you have. Um, for those of you who don't know, like Angela's whole family's bad. Okay. Not just the married one, not just the kids, <laughs> like her brother, Jerry, who I've, I've adopted. If y'all haven't cop no fear of God, go get some fear of God stuff. Natalie who is on her way to being like, Light skin Oprah, like she's <laughs> killing it, and you have another and brother. I have a brother who runs like your dad's foundation. Anthony, mm-hmm. huh? I, yeah, I was gonna say I haven't met him. Yeah, Anthony, who runs yeah my dad's foundation, the Jerry Manuel Foundation. He's amazing. I Thank just, you. And that's what I said. I told Angela, I said, "Listen, I just got to talk to your parents about how they did this, and all the kids ended up fine. Like how they do that, so." Um, like everybody's great so I am so grateful for you doing this now we're gonna do some of Angela is a preacher on the side but she's also an extraordinarily (laughs) 
dope trainer. She's trained Beyonce and Jay and Oprah. You trained Oprah too. Michelle Obama's taking your soul cycle class. Uh-huh. But now they all got to come through the army. Shout out to B and J who were at army first. And Tyler Perry, who we love. I know. Like everybody's from Usher's been there. Big Sean been there. This is everybody. So Andrews though, she's agreed to boot camp with me for 15 minutes or till I die, whatever comes first. While we're on uh, <laughs> this coronavirus hiatus. So we're going to do that now. And Andrew, I'm just so grateful you're doing this. And thanks for talking with me. I love you. We'll love you. Let's go. You ready? Is everyone going to join us too? I think, well, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just us. They're going to have to do this on the workout. And y'all, she got our stretch pants today. Andrew, wear stretch pants. I don't wear stretch pants. I mean, the people at home. The people at the house. We ready. We, we ready. don't need fakes first. I'm going to just warm you up first. Okay. Babe, we do the music. So we get that. I don't hear no music. All right, here it comes. Okay. There you go. Uh, you hear it? Let's turn it up, baby. Here we go. Back in the mail, it's gone. Can you see me? Keep going. No, you keep going. Keep going. Good. 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 This is the first 30 seconds. Watch Go. Keep going. 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 Keep Thank you. 
Got everyone from home. Even if you don't have weight, you can still do this with us. Keep your core engaged. Right. 
Yourself. As you jump, encourage yourself. Why? Because you are who you say you are. Don't you are who you are. You are who you think you are. You are who you say you are. So start to say who you are. You are more than enough. You are more than enough. You are capable. You are strong. You are strong. It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. It's not happening to you, but for you. Good. Back to high knees. Let's go. Come on. Come on, high knees, Ange. Come on, get it up higher. Come on, keep your core engaged. Come on, knees up, knees up, knees up. And with every run, I want you to visualize yourself stepping up and over eating everything that no longer serves you. Come on, continue to go. Come on, pull knees up to your chest with authority. Why? Because you are the leading lady of your life and you got this and you can do this. Because you are strong and you are capable and you are worthy of your best life. Good, back to jumping jacks, let's go. Come on. Jeez! Wow, this is coming out. Come on. 
keep going. Come on. Come on. This is temporary. We cannot mistake a temporary situation for a permanent one. This is temporary. Okay. It's not it's temporary. Okay. Keep going. Oh. Keep going. Okay. Come on. Come on. Woo. Remember in these moments that you encourage yourself because you are who you say you are. Come on. Woo. Start to speak to yourself. Start to speak to the gift. Butt kicks. Butt kicks. Butt kicks. <gasps> Kick your butt. Come on, get my butt kicks. Get your heels all the way up to your butt. Get your heels all the way up to your butt. That's right, Brought it up. You brought it up. You said the way you do one thing is the way you do all things. That you brought it up. So the way you show up to this moment is how you're gonna show up in life. You brought it up. The way you do one thing is the way you do all things. So the way you show up in this moment is the way you gonna show up. How you gonna show up? How you gonna show up? Come on, how you gonna show up? Back to jumping jacks. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Keep on. Jump. Come on. Keep going. Good. Keep your engaged and keep going. Where is your jumping you jacks? You gonna be jumping jacks? Jump up. Jump. Good, punch it out, punch it out, come on. this moment. You decided I'm going to put the work in. You decided I'm going to do what it takes. And I feel like this season for us, this season that we're in quarantine and this season that we're in, it is an opportunity to put pressure 
on our progress. It's an opportunity to put pressure on our progress. We don't have to just sit back. We don't have to just sit back that there's actual, actually gains that can happen. There's actually increases that can happen. That there's actually restoration that can happen. There's healing that can happen. The entire world is at a halt and the entire world is at a standstill. However, we still have an opportunity to put pressure on our progress. What is our progress? Our progress is us closing the gap between where we are and where we are called, created, and intended to be. We get to close the gap between where we are and where we are called to be. And I want you to visualize different mountains, different mountains. And I want you to visualize a mountain that has your name on it. And I want you to visualize that mountaintop that has your name on it. I want you to visualize your biggest dream. Maybe it's a dream you've had since you were a little girl, a dream you've had since you were a little boy. I want you to visualize that mountaintop. And I want you to see yourself making progress as we continue to step, as we continue to step higher, as we continue to step to a higher standard. This is an opportunity for us to step higher. This is an opportunity for us to reach higher. This is an opportunity for us to stretch wider. This is an opportunity for us to put a demand on our potential. And even though the world has grown still, it is in that stillness that we can hear, that we can hear the small voice, the still small voice that is giving us direction, that is giving us creativity and innovation. Because I believe that there is a new possibility that is going to be birthed from this season. It is a new possibility that is going to be birthed from this season. And as we continue to climb up that mountain, as we continue to put pressure on progress, what we are birthing is a new possibility. Because there is going to be an explosion of sight when we get to the top of that mountain. There is going to be an explosion of sight. And we are going to look out and we are going to see new possibilities. We're going to see possibilities that we didn't even know existed. All right. But we are going to have to continue to climb even in this moment. And even in this season, we are going to have to put pressure on our progress, pressure on our growth, growth. This is an opportunity for us to grow. This is an opportunity for us to go deep because we are only going to be able to go as high as we were first willing to go deep. We are only going to be able to get to the top of the mountaintop, the very, very top of the mountaintop, if we were first willing to build the foundation that took us deep. So in this time, in this time, there is pressure being put on progress. There is a closure of the gap between where we are and where we are called to be. And by the end of this time and by the end of this season, there is going to be a birthing, a birthing of new possibilities, a birthing of new possibilities. There's going to be an explosion of sight. And there's going to be things that you see that you never even knew existed, but they are for you. They are for you. And he equips us where he calls us and he is calling us to higher and he is calling us to more. So get your mind right. Get your mind right. Get your house in order. Get your house in order. Because we get ready to go. We get ready to go further than we ever could have imagined. Namaste. Namaste.
Thanks, sis. Woo. I love you. I didn't count my breath now enough to say you was supposed to jump a jacks too. I was about to be done. You know what? I'm your coach. Okay. You know what? You know what? I'm your coach. Yeah, you did that. You're a good coach. I appreciate it. My whole, you know what? My all the way down here is sweating. The only thing I've been lifting is forks and spoons. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm real out here. I'm real hung out here. <laughs> So, uh, we gotta get that diet right. No, it's been it's been good. I just ain't been doing no cardio, nothing. I gotta get on it. This is good, and so thank you. Like, how can you're people, welcome, but even at home, you how can, just, can people join the A team, join the army? How can they do that? Well, find me on Instagram at Angela Manuel Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can join my live classes. I do live classes every morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So join those classes. And even though there are cycle classes that I'm coaching, uh, everyone is joining from all over the world and they'll just put me in their ear and they're running or they're, you know, at home working out or they're on a treadmill or pre-core elliptical or whatever. But it's really just about building community and that iron sharpening iron moment and just us holding each other accountable and us holding each other to hire. So uh, you can find me on my Instagram. You can find me on Army's Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, Army is just a group of people that are, that are fighting for and with you for your best life. Yes. So if you just want uh, a group of soldiers that are going to fight with you, uh, join the Army. Yay! Join the <laughs> Army. Y'all missing out. Thanks, Ange. <laughs> you did that. Tell Jerome I said thanks, Jerome. I'll tell Jerome you said thanks, Jerome. Okay. I love you, sis. Love you. Thank you. Anyway. And, they, and thank you for being you. And thank you for um, letting your light shine. You know, thank you for what I truly believe is that uh, we all have gifts and talent that we've been given. And really, the most beautiful cycle of life is when we take what we've been given and give it back to the world. And you um, so selflessly take what you've been given. You take your, your knowledge and your, your encouragement and your passion um, and, and you really push us forward and you really do your part, you know? And so thank you for all that you give to us day in and day out. You make us better. You make us better and you keep us woke. And I appreciate you. Thanks. And I love you. Thank you. I love thank you. you. I'm going to work on this jumping jack so that it matches up with the other stuff I be giving to the world. <laughs> let's, let's let them, let's let them match. <laughs> <laughs> love you. Thank you. I love you. Bye. <laughs> all my children of the light, like born in the sinning, but steady striving to do right. My people are warriors. All we know is to fight. Pray. They see God in everything I write. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.